welcome into the season premiere of the official Mountain West Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Nate Breckman. On this show, we'll be getting you up to date on all the latest going on around the league in both men's and women's basketball in the Mountain West Conference, taking you through the regular season, conference tournament selection Sunday, and on to the postseason for all your favorite Mountain West teams. Coming up here on Episode 1, Three questions with the legend, Boise State women's basketball coach Gordy Presnell on his team's start to the campaign and his life in the game. We start this week with men's hoops. After Tuesday's results, five Mountain West teams in the top 50 of the latest net rankings. 15-1 Utah State, highest ranked at 20, with last year's national runner-up San Diego State just behind at 21. Colorado State still at 24 despite back-to-back losses. Nevada sitting at 30th with a 15-1 mark. And New Mexico at 44, even with the Lobos dropping two of their last three. Boise State and UNLV each in the top 100 as well. We had five games Tuesday. We start at Extra Mile Arena, number 17, Colorado State at Boise State. What a defensive effort by the Broncos on their home floor, holding CSU to just four of 16 shooting from behind the arc and a season-low 58 points. Boise State, the beneficiary of game highs of 17 points and 11 rebounds from the Big St. John's transfer, Omar Stanley, including this finishing touch late in the second half. Meadow, double team, gives it off to Rice. Lob it up to Stanley, and Stanley will jam it home. Give Rice the assist, 54-42 on the alley-oop. That's Bob Beeler with the call for Learfield. Quad one victory for Boise State, 65-58 the final. They're off to a 2-0 start in conference. Nevada runs their win streak to eight Tuesday night. Wolfpack handles Air Force 67-54 behind 22 points from Keenan Blackshear. Petritus, bullet pass underneath, steal Coleman under the goal, took it away from Taylor. Nevada, eight-point lead in the ball, 3.38 second half. Keenan attacks, down the lane, he's fouled. Oh, my God, there he goes. Timeout on the floor. Keenan Blackshear, like a lightning strike in the second half. John Ramey on the call there for Learfield. Jared Lucas and Noah Davidson each in double figures for Nevada. Wolfpack 9-0 now on their home floor. Also Tuesday, Wyoming taking on number 20 Utah State in Logan. One of the great stories in this Mountain West season in the early going has been just that. Great Osibor, the transfer from Montana State, averaging 19 points on 59% shooting to go with nine boards per game this year. He stuffed the stat sheet against the Cowboys. 20 points on only 11 shots, eight rebounds, three assists, two steals, as Utah State would cruise 83-59. Aggies off to a 3-0 start in conference. It's been an up-and-down start for UNLV this season, but they get a big win Tuesday over New Mexico, 83-73 at the Thomas and Mack. Rebels for 16 Lobo turnovers, while Caleb Boone goes off for a career-high 29 points. UNLV now 8-6 on the year. And finally, from Tuesday, most competitive game of the night, 19th-ranked San Diego State and San Jose State snug all the way to the end in San Jose, but as they so often do, the Aztecs would find a way. Reese Waters. 
Fake right, go left, got penetration, went to the right hand off the glass. Beautifully done. Oh, what a layup by Reese Waters. Changing speeds, changing hands, and they just stood there and watched him on the defense. Ted Leitner on San Diego Sports 760. Jaden Ledee, 31 points and 10 rebounds as the Aztecs get win number 14, the final in that one, 81-78. All session tickets are now on sale for the 2024 Mountain West Men's and Women's Basketball Championships scheduled for March 10th through the 16th at the Thomas and Mack Center in Las Vegas and can be purchased at the MW.com. Women's tournament begins Sunday, March 10th, running through Wednesday, March 13th. The men's tournament tips off with first-round action on Wednesday, March 13th, and culminates with championship Saturday on March 16th. All 11 women's and men's teams will compete in the Mountain West basketball tournaments, with the winners earning the league's automatic berth into the NCAA tournaments. Single session and group tickets will be available to you in February. Boise State women's basketball snapped an 0-2 start in conference with an impressive 64-56 win against a very good New Mexico team at the pit, no less, last Saturday, improving to 10-6 on the year. The Broncos host San Diego State coming up this weekend. Joining us right now, the 10th winningest coach all-time among active head coaches in year number 19 at Boise State, the legend. Gordy Presnell is here to answer three questions on the official Mountain West Basketball Podcast. Coach, welcome to the show. Uh, Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Coach, last year your core was made up of Natalie Pascoe, Maya Hansen, Abby Muse, Elodie Lalotte, Mary Kay Nero, and Danny Bates. This year your core is mostly made up of Pascoe, Hansen, Muse, Lalotte, Nero, and Bays. So in this era of the transfer portal and NIL, how have you gotten this level of year-over-year consistency, and how has it benefited your team? Uh, You know, I think we've recruited kids that wanted to be at Boise and that fit our temperament and our demeanor and uh, high academic kids. And uh, they they are uh, very, very involved with their degree programs, and, and some of them are in grad school. And it's funny you, you say those names. They're all back again next year as well. So uh, we've really emphasized uh, springtime as being a bonding time as well. And, uh, you know, being a mid-major, maybe the, the big money hasn't come down here to, 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 to might sway somebody. So I think we've, we've recruited the right kids. Now, they're all back again next year. Hopefully got it right because we need to have a good year this year, that's for sure. Your career, it's distinguished to be sure. Between Seattle Pacific and Boise State, you've won over 700 games, 16 conference championships. You've been to the NCAA tournament six times. I mean, the roll call of great players that you have had, Brooke Powakoa, Jai Rodriguez, Riley Loop for Brady Hodgins, Ashanti Coleman. I mean, many of them went on to play professionally overseas. You've seen your coaching tree blossom. Lynn Roberts at Utah, J.R. Payne at Colorado. Like both of those are coaches that could be in the final four this year or any year, and I'm sure I'm leaving out too many names to count, but what does it mean to you to see so many lives that you've affected go on to do great things, both in the game of basketball and really in any walk of life? Uh, You know, it's been really rewarding, that part of it, you know, uh, being able to uh, be a part of someone's life when they're a freshman and and then see the the maturity and, and the value of education and value of teamwork uh, by the time that they're done that, you know, their fourth or fifth year. 
that part's uh, just really a good feeling. And then it's fun every now and then you'll hear something from an alum. And I have, I have an alum that was at SPU probably, oh, I bet 30 years ago that um, I get a May Day card unsigned every, every, every May Day. And uh, that part, I know who it's from. And it just always makes me feel, you know, warms me a little bit and makes me feel good. So yeah, the I've been really fortunate and blessed to be around some really good players, but also even better people. And uh, I've had a really good run uh, overall with assistance. Every now and then you get one that probably isn't what you expected, but uh, overall been really fortunate, really blessed. And then I, I've really been lucky to be in at two schools. You know, coaching's really nomadic, and I've been at Seattle for 18 years, and now here's my 19th year here. So been really fortunate. Your first year as a head coach was 1987. That was Seattle Pacific. So now, you know, 38 years leading your own programs, you coached high school basketball before that. It's a lifetime in the sport, and it is not easy. You have to love it. Where and when did you develop that love and passion for the game that led you to dedicate your life to it? You know, I, I grew up on a, a, a the Nespers Indian Reservation, uh, and basketball is just a really big deal there, and it still is a big deal there. They have the nation's leading score right now, I think. But... um so you just kind of grow up as a part of your life and, and you play during the winters and then you play uh, Native American ball during the spring and summer. And uh, there were some courts up there that uh, uh, we just grew up on. And, and uh, so that's always just been a kind of a big part of my life. And uh, I started out, uh, you know, coaching high school boys and and then made it over to a grad assistantship at Seattle Pacific on the men's side. And then uh, they lost their coach. Uh, the women did like two weeks before the first game and they had no one to do it. So uh, I did it. And it's funny now we get to charter a little bit, but uh, when we travel, but back then, uh, you know, it was me and uh, 10 players in a van. So uh, I, I've grown to appreciate to all the all the gender equity stuff that has come about through the through the years for sure. No question about that. There you go, everybody. Three questions with the great Gordy Presnell. And it's the first episode, and I'm going to break my own rule, a bonus question, and and one, if you don't mind. Coach, we were trading uh, factoids before we started here. You are an encyclopedia of useless sports facts. So <laughs> give me one off the top of your head right now. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I would say, let's see. I used to love Joe Willie Namath because he was the one that had the first one to wear white shoes. Joe Willie White Shoes was his nickname. And so I love Joe Namath, that's for sure. Back Joe, Joe Namath because of the white shoes. Oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look uh, it up, everybody. No one's going to yeah. doubt Gordy Presnell on this <laughs> one. Uh, coach, you're 10 and 6, San Diego State coming up this weekend. Thank you so much for giving me a few minutes and best of luck this weekend and the rest of the way. I appreciate it. Thanks for doing this. You need to download the free Mountain West streaming app on your phone, TV, or tablet. Watch live or on-demand games when you want from home or on the go. The Mountain West app, your home for all things Mountain West, and available on Apple TV, Roku, Amazon Fire, Android TV, and both Apple and Android phones. Watch your favorite Mountain West team when you want. Download the Mountain West app today. 
Final scores on the women's side from Wednesday night make it 27 straight against Mountain West opponents for UNLV. The 25th-ranked Lady Rebels down San Jose State 91-55 at Cox Arena with Desiree Young dropping 24 points. The Wyoming Cowgirls improved to 4-0 in conference with a 72-55 home win over San Diego State. Tess Barnes, 17 points, 9 rebounds in that one. Colorado State gets their first win in conference, 61-55 at Fresno State as the nation's third leading scorer, McKenna Hofshield, goes off for 25. New Mexico wins a tough one at home over Utah State, 71-67. And Air Force improves to 2-2 two and two in conference play. Big road win for the Falcons at Nevada, 75-71. And that will do it for episode one of the official Mountain West Basketball Podcast here for the 2023-24 season. Thank you once again to Gordy Presnell for answering our three questions this week. We'll be back next week to get you all the latest from around the conference. Weekend slate on the men's side starts Friday night with Boise State at Nevada on FS1, so make sure you watch that. I'm Nate Kreckman. Thank you so much for listening, and check us out every week wherever you get your podcasts. So long.